Welcome to Mumbition, the podcast for business-owning women by Mums & Co, where we share inspiring stories of Australian mums in business. I'm Kerry Kwan, the co-founder of Mums & Co, and I will be joined each week by our community manager, Lucy Kippist. Together, we'll discuss how our guests harmonise their ambition, livelihood, and well-being. Let's get into the inspiring stories now. In the spirit of reconciliation, Mums & Co acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to Elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. voice of community survey here at Mums & Co, we discovered that isolation can be one of the biggest reasons we seek networking opportunities as business-owning women. Today's guest is part of an incredible team bringing networking opportunities and co-working to rural business owners in Dubbo in the Arana region of New South Wales. Kate Wade is General Manager of The Exchange, the brilliantly renovated clock tower in the main street of Dubbo, and a place we've been lucky enough to visit in the past couple of years. It's a hive of activity and a place for creativity, connections and community building for the hundreds of clever business-owning women in the local area, a space that really brings potential to business-owning women in rural Australia. Kate, welcome to the Mumbition Podcast. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Lucy. Thank you so much for having me. We are thrilled to have you. Kate, our first question is always to invite a businesswoman to practice her pitch, which for you might mean you'll be one of our first guests to pitch twice. Like so many mums in our network, you're, you're working full-time, raising a family and running your own business. So please can we hear your 30-second pitch about your day job and then the story of your own small business. Yeah, absolutely. So as you said, um, I am the manager of The Exchange in Dubbo in regional New South Wales. So The Exchange is a co-working and community space located in a beautiful heritage clock tower in the main street of town. So we essentially are an uh, an innovation hub. We provide co-working space, private offices, meeting rooms, community networking events, um, education programs. Um, And it's through all of these that we've really created a collaborative environment where regional businesses have the resources to be successful in their business and really feel empowered. Um, I'm also a wife, a mum of two. Um, I'm studying and I'm co-founder of my very own side hustle, One More Thread. Uh, One More Thread is an online collection of ethically made clothing and accessories consciously sourced from Mexico. Um, And the story behind it is um, my business partner is uh, just so happens to be one of my best friends here from Dubbo, who's lived in Mexico for the past 10 years. Um, So she sources beautiful handmade products made mostly um, by Indigenous women in the highlands of Mexico, and she ships it over to me and I sell via markets and our online platform. Wow, that's a lot. Um, It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds a lot. It sounds a lot, but what a brilliant combination of interweaving of your skills and, and also industry as well. So what are you studying at the moment then? I'm studying a diploma in event management. 
I was really lucky to be the recipient of a um, scholarship through Destination New South Wales to study uh, event management through a college in Melbourne. Um, I'm really loving it. You know, we're doing a lot of corporate events here at the exchange. So it's just really putting a foundation around, I guess, what I'm already doing in my day job. Now, I'm not sure if everyone can hear, but I just heard the clock towering uh, at the yes. at the beautiful exchange, which I have um, recently visited. Actually, it's I kind of I kind of lovingly refer to the fact that Dubbo is the only place I've visited twice in in twenty in twenty twenty one. 22 sort of year when not much traveling was going on at all and we've certainly heard the stories like you've just shared uh, with your double pitch of women and incredible careers carers supporting the farm and being that sort of glue in the community so I'm wondering in your experience what's the essential quality enabling rural and regional business women or like any women to bring this together every day Yeah, it's a really um, interesting question because I think there's so many qualities, but for me, the word that comes to mind straight away is resilience. Um, And I think not only women out here are working and running households like, you know, everywhere in the world, um, but many out here are really geographically isolated. So we're also dealing, you know, we've been in drought for 10 years, which thank God that is over for we had last year a really horrific mouse plague. We've had dust storms. We've had floods. We've had bushfires, you know, you name it. Um, we have, you know, farmers' wives uh, who are getting up at 4 a.m. and they're driving six hours to pick up machinery parts so their husbands can harvest their crops on top of everything else. So I think women have a uh, – it's a real roll-up-your-sleeves and get-shit-done attitude. And I think being resilient um, during the hard times means that I think they just pick themselves up, dust themselves off and keep going because they don't really have a choice. <laughs> so resilience is a, is a huge one for me. Yeah, that definitely shines through. You know, whilst there is resilience, there's always accompanied by an incredible humbleness. When I speak to to, to the women in, in different sort of areas and, you know, they do just get on with it. It's a, there's a very stoic nature about it. Yeah, and, and they don't talk about it. Exactly. Stoic's a good word, Carrie. They, they don't um, complain. They don't whinge. They're very gracious. It's just um, part of life um, and it just happens out here. Mm, but I, I also feel like we can, we, can, we can further support that, you know. One, one is the acknowledgement, but I think we, you know, like what you're doing, um, when, when we say deeply caring, I think that there needs to be a bit more support and acknowledgement of that this is a big job. These are big jobs that these women are carrying and doing an amazing job at it. But let's give them some more support. Let's upskill them more. Let's network them more. Let's make things easier uh, in that in that sort of yeah. process. And that's where places like the exchange are just crucial to, to bring those people together and to connect them and, and just provide a you know, an ear and a shoulder to listen and cry on when needed. Yeah. It's that moment where it's the catalyst to keep you moving forward. And I think that that is really precious. It's hard to define, but, you know, in that moment, you've provided that safe space for them to be whatever they need to be and then find resources or a way forward to keep going. So I, I love, 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 love what you guys are doing. So what's an insight into you as a businesswoman and mother that we might not see on social media 
and I might see if I can put you on the spot and ask, why don't we see one more thread on your LinkedIn? And you don't actually mention business owner on your Instagram. I think in my, as a business woman and in my work life, I am extremely organized. I'm really structured in the way that I operate. I can, you know, really quite easily um, coordinate a lot of different priorities at any one time, but I'm definitely not like that at home. <laughs> I mean, I, I run a pretty tight ship and I love routine and, and my kids flourish with routine. I do love things organized, but, you know, my office is a mess. I leave everything to the last minute. I often forget things that are on at school. Like my, my daughter, as we were walking out the door this morning, reminded me that she actually had swimming on today for school sport. So we had to race back in and get swimmers and towels and redress her and, and all those things, which I'm sure it was in a newsletter somewhere, but, you know, I dropped the ball on that one. I think social media puts a lot of pressure on people and as a self-confessed perfectionist and people pleaser, along with social media, like that's bloody exhausting. So I think I've, I've recently turned 40 and I realised that it's okay not to have all aspects of your life perfect. It's actually okay to drop the ball every now and then and not have all your ducks in a row. And I probably think that's why I don't list business owner on my Instagram and I don't mention one more thread on my LinkedIn. I actually started one more thread as a side hustle when I was on maternity leave with my second baby. Um, I was in a job that I wasn't really passionate about, um, but I'd gone from working full time and I was probably a little bit bored and, and my girlfriend was out from Mexico. We had a few few wines one night and we set up this business and it really filled a void for me at the time. But since I've come on board with the exchange, you know, three and a half years ago, I feel like the exchange has kind of taken my time. And I think that's the beauty of a side hustle is that you can park it um, when it's not, you know, doing it for you and then pick it up when you're ready. And so I've already ordered some more stock for summer and got photo shoots booked and things coming into later in the year. But yeah, I've realised that I can't do it all. And so one more thread has been neglected a little bit the last, you know, two years of covid but I'm really getting excited to pick it up again and, and get back into it towards the end of this year. Amen to being messy and not perfect. <laughs> and and we are kindred souls. We drop balls all the time. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a real shame that it's taken to hit 40 to realise that, you know. Yeah. And a girlfriend just said to me the other day, it's okay to drop balls, but, you know, when you're juggling, you have glass balls and you have rubber balls. Hmm. So we have to make sure we keep those glass balls in the air but it's okay if we drop the rubber ones every now and then. It's like picking your battles, you know? So I love that analogy, Kate. And I was laughing to myself when you were referring to the newsletter because I'm also 100% guilty of missing <laughs> And thank you so much for your honesty because I, I love that discussion there about the side hustle and being able to put it down and pick it up. I think we forget to talk about that a lot, that, you know, essentially that's that's what it it can be and to just have a go anyway and just know that it doesn't have to be this full full steam ahead all the time and in fact in order to keep it going it's best that it's you know you have really good boundaries around that yeah I think that's that's why you know having a having a day job I call it it's really quite a privilege to have one more thread as a side hustle because it's my passion project Mm. And so I'm not I'm not worrying about money coming in. You know, I've still got a wage. And so not everybody I know is in that situation. But for me and my family, it works really well. This is an example of a few things of women 
in business for me or mums in business. And it's actually that we're so hugely entrepreneurial and it's actually a risk mitigation strategy as well too. I don't know if anyone sees you know, what you might call as a side hustle or, you know, multiple businesses, but you're actually creating multiple revenue streams for you and you're actually protecting that financial well-being that you have. And yes, it's almost like that diversification. If you're looking at a group of shares, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to try this company and I'm going to try that company. And you're actually kind of looking at ways and giving it time to work with your, your family, your schedule it's how you make a livelihood. So I just wanted to call that out in, you know, we know that a lot of our community are actually multiple business owners as well. Like they don't just, just have one cab under the rank there. It's, you know, they've been a business owner, about a third have been a business owner twice. So it's, it's something that I think is a really wonderful aspect um, and very entrepreneurial aspect of, of, you know, being a business owner, mum. And the statistic is, isn't it, that most women start, 50% start a business in an area where they don't, they haven't worked before. Yeah, they don't have prior experience. That's right. So it's just interesting that your side hustle is, you know, it's fashion and it's it's different to what your day job is. Yeah, really different. And that goes with, um, you know, I've always been interested in fashion and even more so that slow fashion movement. You know, we're so much more uh, conscious about sustainability these days. And so, yeah, it's definitely a passion of mine. So, Kate, you've you've shared that you have a fairly full plate there and, you know, lovely variance to that too, to your day and your week. What have you done, are you doing regularly to protect your own well-being while all those glass and rubber walls are in the air? Well, I think um, my health and well-being is so important to me. It's a major priority in my life. Um, and I guess for me, you know, this question, it's not about what I had to stop doing, but what I've started doing in my life. Um, I think I you guys wouldn't be aware of this, but throughout my adult life, I suffered really, with really severe endometriosis. I've had years of, infant, of fertility issues. I've suffered from adrenal fatigue. Um, over the years, all of those things have resulted in burnout. Um, I ended up having a full hysterectomy and went through surgical menopause at the ripe old age of 38, um, which wasn't fun. But I've had to put a lot of things in place around me so that my body can keep up with my mind and all of the things that I want to do. And I have some amazing practitioners that I see. Um, I regularly see my naturopath who, um, you know, helps me with a lot of supplements and looking after myself. I have the most amazing holistic chiropractor and kinesiologist whose name is Garth and he's an absolute god. He's recently relocated from Dubbo to Newcastle, but I still get over to see him as much as I can and, and I even my husband and kids see him regularly as well. Meditation and breath work is huge for me. I try to practice every day just to be present in the moment and just give myself time to, you know, really switch off from everything. What else? My uh, diet is a big one. My body doesn't tolerate certain things after that surgery, so grain and dairy and things. I've got to be really strict about what I'm putting into my body because I know that when I eat rubbish, I feel like rubbish and I can't function like that. Um, so I guess I've learned that if I push myself too hard and don't keep on top of these things, then it doesn't end well for anyone. Um, and I'm sure most mums are like that. You know, we've always put ourselves at the bottom of the list, but I now make my own health and well-being a priority because if I don't, 
then I can't be a good mum, I can't be a good wife, I can't be a good friend or a good manager, you know, all the things. So, yeah, it's a main priority for me. Thank you for sharing all that and that's certainly a journey that you've been on and I love what you're saying there about what's the, there's a cliche about it, but, you know, if you're the captain of the ship, you've got to... (laughs) you've got to keep afloat otherwise the ship will sink and that's essentially what you're saying yeah a hundred percent it's the same you know when you're on an airplane you know you've got to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help anyone else and as mums we forget that we put ourselves at the bottom of the list and we ignore our health and um, any ailments that we have because we're too busy looking after everybody else. But we really need to put ourselves number one because if we do have some serious things going on in our life, then it does mean that we can't be that person for the for everybody else in the family. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Moving just back to um, your work with the exchange. Now, we understand that you've got another, you've got another venue that you're about, you know, in the process of establishing, which is exciting and, and fantastic news for you guys. What do you see as as the benefit of having multiple sites for your community? Yeah, it's so exciting that the exchange is growing. We've got a bit of an expansion piece um, on the horizon and we've recently taken up a second home in the northwest of New South Wales in uh, a town called Narrabri, which is a beautiful little town. And it was once the original Falconer's Cordial Factory and Icework. So another gorgeous building. Um, it's very similar to Dubbo. Exchange Narrabri has the same things, co-working, private offices, meeting rooms, and it's a really great spot for networking events and, and great opportunities for the local bush entrepreneurs in the northwest. The benefit is that, you know, for remote workers and travellers and people out here that are on the road a lot, the membership will, will cover both sites so they can just, you know, go between the two, which is which is amazing. And I think this is the only the beginning for the exchange. So, you know, there's more more to come, but you'll have to stay tuned to, uh, to find out what's next. Yeah, and I guess that's one, I was thinking one factor that us metropolitan business owners are different in that, that sense of driving that, that you guys in those regions tend to do. That's just sort of part of, of life, as you mentioned before, even the, the women driving six hours in the morning to pick up something for their for their husbands to get on with their day so that that sense of having connect like sister sites is so important it's amazing to see the terrific wins over the past year or so the seats for the brave program alongside the women's leadership assembly which are some of our favorites so definitely if you're listening check those out And I just wanted to build out on community side of things, which you do in such an amazing way for the exchange. And as you know, we're really passionate about sharing our gratitude for the co, you know, the people in our lives, friends, clients, colleagues, who are those around you that support you as your co? There's a really great saying that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I really live by that. Um, I have an amazing village around me, the co um, that come along for the ride that all support and inspire me. Um, I would have to say my number one is definitely my husband, you know, behind the scenes. Him and I are a really great team and, and without his, you know, support and encouragement, I couldn't juggle all the things. And he's a really good cook, which is amazing. He's on dinner most nights, so that's a huge help. Um, we actually joke about the husbands and boyfriends of the exchange, you know, all our partners, they all get involved and contribute and they're just as invested in the exchange succeeding as, as the rest of the team. So, But I also have a really incredible village of close girlfriends. A few of us have kids at the same school. We share drop-offs, pickups, 
Saturday morning sport and, you know, we call it communal parenting um, where we all help each other out. And I think the women use the space at the exchange that are in our network and our community, our CEO, Gillian, our group manager, Alex, you know, how lucky am I to be surrounded every day by these successful women that trust me and believe in me to do a, to do a good job here? That's just absolutely brilliant. And having, you know, visited the exchange with Carrie almost this time last year, just to see the sense of energy in that space that you've created, like not only is it just a beautiful space to be in, but there's a definitely a dynamic, you know, energy in there that I think speaks to the to the ambition and the and the the trust that you guys all have there together it's 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 a beautiful thing to witness Kate thank you so much for joining us today and thank you for your company if you'd like to find out more about Kate and the exchange in Davo you can find both of them on Instagram at the exchange and LinkedIn and don't forget to follow us at Mums and Co too while you're there and if you haven't already please come and join our caring and dynamic community of business owning mums at mumsandco.com.au thank you Karen Lucy for having me What's the best thing living in Dubbo? Oh, wow. Um, There's so many things about living in Dubbo. I think I grew up here. I'm a local, um, but I lived in Sydney for eight years and and I've been back in Dubbo for 10 years and I just love it. I have no regrets um, about moving back to regional New South Wales. The, The best thing is the people. We have such an amazing community. Um, You walk down the main street and people say hello to you. Everybody is genuinely um, interested in what you are doing and what's going on. Um, So I think I'd have to say the people. But, you know, we also have a really terrific zoo out here. So if people want to come and visit, we have amazing um, tourism opportunities in Dubbo. Bring your kids to the Taronga Western Plains Zoo. Stay in our beautiful motels. Eat at our gorgeous cafes. After a couple of years of COVID, Um, our business has really struggled and we could really use some visitors. So come out to Dubbo and meet the people. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Mumbition by Mums & Co. Head over to the show notes for a full transcript of the interview and any links we have referred to. Mums & Co. is Australia's most caring business network for women. Join us today for just $30 at mumsandco.com.au. This podcast was produced and edited by Morgan Sebastian Brown of Brown Tree Productions and hosted by Kerry Kwan, co-founder of Mums & Co and community manager Lucy Kippist. We love hearing your feedback, so if you haven't already, please share, rate and review this podcast and we can reach more business-owning mothers just like you.